Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The giant squid is a carnivorous invertebrate that weighs over 440 pounds or 200 kilograms and measures around 33 feet or 10 meters long. Yes, it can be as long as a school bus and has eyes the size of dinner plates along with a sharp beak. In short, it's a little disconcerting. Perhaps more disconcerting is the fact that these wild creatures, which have rarely ever been spotted alive, have been popping up in videos in recent years, very much alive and very, very large. Before 2004, they'd only been found as carcasses washed up on beaches or captured by fishermen. So what's going on under the sea? Is a rash of giant squid sightings an indication that these sea giants are taking over the waves? In a word, nah. But the sightings do indicate technology is advancing in exciting new ways. We spoke with Edith Wittard, PhD, uh, the CEO and senior scientist of Florida's Ocean Research and Conservation Association, Incorporated. She said, 
it hasn't really been a rash of giant squid sightings. There have only been two times that giant squid have been filmed in the deep sea. Both times, the animals were spotted with help from a camera system and an optical lure that Witter developed to help researchers explore the creatures of the deep sea without scaring them away. The camera system is called Medusa. Medusa is unlike any recording device used before because it emits a red light that's invisible to most creatures living in the midnight zone. That's the expanse of pitch black water about 3,300 feet or 1,000 meters below the ocean surface. Then there's the optical lure, an electronic jellyfish that accompanies Medusa down below the waves to help draw creatures toward the camera with an innovative method that takes inspiration from animals' natural cues. Called an e-jelly, Witter explained, the e-jelly imitates the bioluminescent burglar alarm display of a common deep-sea jellyfish. Bioluminescent burglar alarms are like a scream for help using light. They're the last-ditch effort of prey that are caught in the clutches of a predator to attract the attention of a bigger predator that may attack their attacker and thereby afford them an opportunity for escape. Until just 15 years ago, the only facts known about giant squid were gathered from their massive dead bodies, since live ones had never been seen. Then, in 2004, the first live images of a giant squid were captured, and in 2012, the first video of a giant squid emerged, thanks to Medusa capturing a specimen swimming off of Japan's Ogasawara archipelago. It wasn't until June of 2019 that another Medusa-shot giant squid video came to light, this time of a roughly 10-foot-long, that's 3 meters, young swimmer in U.S. waters around the Gulf of Mexico. June 2019 marked the fifth deployment of Medusa on this particular expedition, and when Witter and her team examined the video, they saw undeniable footage of a long-tentacled creature reaching out for the e-jelly. It's hard to tell exactly how big it was because it was heading straight towards the camera. All these years of underwater chasing begs the question, why are these animals so camera-shy in the first place? Witter said, the giant squid has been elusive because our standard methods of exploration using platforms with bright lights and noisy thrusters has been scaring it away. The only reason we even knew giant squid existed is because they happen to float when they die. So dead and dying specimens have been seen and photographed at the surface. How many other animals are there living in the deep sea that we don't know about because we've been scaring them away and they don't happen to float when they die? A good and perhaps even more disconcerting question indeed. Today's episode was written by Michelle Konstantinovsky and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other mysterious topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.